Hot con, hot con, hot con. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Hot Cont. It's an exciting episode today because today marks one full year of doing the Hot Cont pod. Yes, one year of Hot Cont. Um, I didn't know if I would see a one-year milestone, so that's pretty exciting, and I am thankful to anyone who's been along for the ride, anyone who's listened, supported, donated, been a guest, helped in any way by lending me studio space, advice, etc. An ear to gripe to, you know, um, thanks. I am really excited to say that I have had my own podcast for a full year, kind of a dream come true. And like I said, I didn't know if I would see it. There's been many a moment along the ride of this last year that I've considered stopping. Um, And there's also been a lot of moments where I am planning 10 years, no, not 10, two years down the road, five years down the road. What could this turn into? And that's just how projects go, right? Like one day you think, eh, this is a lot I'm going to throw in the towel. I don't know if anyone likes this. I don't even know if I like this. You get major imposter syndrome, whatever. And then the next day you're like visualizing how far it can go and how great it could be and how want, how you want to push yourself. It's been a whole year of that kind of thinking. And, you know, I feel grateful for all that I've learned in this year and grateful for all that I will continue to learn as I continue going. It just feels like a win to have hit any sort of milestone at all. So thanks for listening, you guys. I appreciate it. And with that, I want to get into this this week's episode. I brought back my good friend, Carrie Keitel. She was the first guest I had on Hot Cont. And so it felt fun and right to bring her back a second time while celebrating a one-year anniversary. She also is someone who I have great fun just talking with, and she's a wealth of information in a topic that I'm currently very into, which is health and wellness and just like exercise in general and physicality and, and mental stuff in general. She is like really on her mind, body, spirit game. And it's something that her and I talk about a lot on our own or like personally, but she was on the podcast last time and I didn't talk to her about any of that. And I thought it could be fun to maybe try talking about that stuff on hot con. Cause that's what this show is every week, different topic, different guest. We go every which way. The point is it's, it's a, it's a topic of what's hot right now. And right now, health, wealth, and wellness, baby, that is what is hot, at least in my personal world. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks again for sticking around for Hot Cont. If you've been listening since the beginning, major thank you to you. And like always, please do not forget to follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts, hitting that follow button really does help a podcast grow and gain some traction. You can support Hot Cont financially through the support link associated on Spotify and through the website or wherever you're listening right now, there's a link there that says support. There's a couple bucks, different options. If you can do it, if you want to do it, it makes a big difference to me. So I thank you in advance. And otherwise... I'm just so glad you're listening and enjoy today's episode. 
Well, first of all, Carrie, I just want to say thank you for doing this with me again. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy anniversary. I can't believe it's been a year. Has it been a year? Yeah, I mean, I guess we should just start going because that felt like a good intro. So hi, Carrie. Welcome back to the pod. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll take it from here. (laughs) Yeah, you you start asking questions. Yeah, today, actually, as I just logged on here, I got a notification from Spotify saying, congratulations, it's been one year of hot cont today. Wow. So that is major. That is major, actually. I can't like that's that's some consistency yeah. um, to just continually do this. How many episodes do you put out? Uh, I do one month? every two weeks, so two a month. And wow. then I had a little break in between there, but I think I've put out 22 episodes so far. That's impressive. And I've almost quit after every single one. <laughs> <laughs> before Before talking to you, I thought about quitting. So cool. Thanks for the consistency note. I feel like <laughs> with any project, it's hard to keep going. But especially, I think this one for me, more than any of my other projects, has been um, a mind fuck. Yeah. But we can talk about that later. Um, so anyways, one year of hot con. <laughs> Woohoo! Thanks to anyone that's listened. And Carrie is coming back. Carrie, as you might remember, was on one of the very first episodes. Carrie is my good friend. She's my G, my dog, my homie, my mentor, my sister, my brother, my father in Christ, all of the above. Um, And today we're going to talk about Carrie instead of last time Carrie was on here. We just talked about Bachelor in Paradise, which was fun, but not a great use of my friend's intelligence. So So we're going to bring you back on in a bigger capacity today and talk about some real shit. So welcome Great. back, Carrie. Thank you. <laughs> I had I would like to note that the Bachelor in Paradise episode, I had like four pages of notes written. And I have zero <laughs> pages of notes written for this. Well that's so good. I, don't know I what that says I have, about me. That's good. I mean, so maybe my comment about your intelligence for Bachelor in Paradise was not accurate because you brought you brought your homework and you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I took notes I think... during the episodes. <laughs> Um, Well, real quick on that note, um, I know we're not going to talk about this, but Bachelor in Paradise next season, season nine is coming out in a couple weeks. So are you going to watch? No, I haven't. I just, the first episode that I, or the first season series that I just watched was, uh, um, what was it? The Ultimatum, the Queer Ultimatum. I watched that just because you guys were talking about it so much. And I haven't watched a series though in like six, eight months. And after that, that was enough for me. Like I probably don't need to watch something for another year. (laughs) Well, I continue to encourage you to watch bad TV, which is probably not helping (laughs) your, your desire to watch TV. But also I don't want my influence to be just that I encourage you to watch TV. If you don't want to watch TV, don't like, I know I'm not trying to do that, but I do love talking about it with you because you always have different takes than I do. You always like the opposite people than I like. So yeah. (laughs) with that note let me guess you probably loved Vanessa hated Vanessa and loved her at the same time yeah I was yeah she definitely caught my attention the entire time yeah who did you who else who was your like number one hate on that show um I didn't like uh what was Vanessa's girlfriend's name Xander 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 just like I wanted to shake Xander I'm like hello like wake up (laughs) But in the end, Xander, like, really just handled herself well and was, like, you know, she was cool. Yeah. yeah. The, to the very end. Mal, uh, Mal was the sickest, but uh, 
I wanted to shake Xander the entire time. Yeah, Mal. Okay, so we do kind of agree. I mean, I liked Xander, but I did also kind of, I was baffled by some of her choices. <laughs> Something on this desk is rattling. Um, anyways, okay, so that Bachelor in Paradise, maybe I'll just update you. You don't have to do anything, but a lot of my favorite people are coming back to the beach. So very exciting okay. news for that. And then I have one other pop culture topic to discuss with you before we get into anything else. Consider this an icebreaker. Are you ready, Carrie Keitel, for this? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that Billy McFarlane, the creator of Firefest, is out of jail and just announced Firefest 2? No. Yes. I almost sent you the tickets and then I said, no, I'm going to wait. We're <laughs> going to talk about it on here. Tickets are already sold out. In two days, they've been sold out. Where is it? Okay. I like, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God, drop everything. Carrie and I need to go to Firefest. Like, we how have do we get to go. There? Yeah, I don't know, but they're sold out the now. Thing? I like, hope it's the exact same scenario and that like <laughs> shit falls through again. But if he didn't learn his lesson, I mean, you watched the documentaries just as much as I did, right? Like he got out yeah. of jail already once and then started another scamming thing immediately after. Like this guy's an addict to scam. A scam. Mm -hmm. I watched the, the Hulu documentary and the Netflix documentary. And then I think I watched the Hulu documentary again. Like a I year watched later. the Hulu documentary twice. Yeah, it, was it hits good. I like I'm honestly scratching the itch. I'd want to I would like to watch it again tonight. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I'll do it too. <laughs> we need to prepare for 9 11. 9-11, actually, I, I was going to wait to have you on on 9-11, which is just around the corner, which is mine and Carrie's favorite holiday, which <laughs> probably shouldn't say on air. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, well. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. We'll move on from that. Um, but Firefest, I mean, just imagine you and I running around like scavenging. I feel like we would have so many fun jokes. We would be insane. I like, I can't even, I mean, my, my head's exploding just thinking about the possibility of <laughs> even looking into it. Yeah. You, where is it? I don't know. I didn't I'll look, look anything okay. up. I just got too overwhelmed and I have to write this down. Yeah. We'll have to do some research after. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine if we actually went. Is he still spelling fire with a Y? It sure is. Wow, yeah, it's just great. Firefest 2. Billy McFarlane, that guy, the audacity of that man. I mean, <laughs> what the hell? He also has consistency. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not, not a good kind. <laughs> uh, okay, so what I actually want to talk to you about today is how to be hot. A guide, <laughs> a guide by hot coach Carrie Keitel. Um, quick background. I'm going to try and tell you what your jobs are, but you're going to have to correct me because I know I don't know them for sure. But number one, owner, business owner, gym owner, and personal trainer of Habit, Habit Fitness. Is that what you say, Habit Fitness? Just Habit. I didn't Just really habit. go for the Habit Fitness. Um, but yeah, it's. I usually will say like fitness or gym. Okay, great. And then you are a professor of kinesiology? Um, I am an instructor and I teach kinesiology for the massage therapy oh. and personal training department at Truckee Meadows Community College. Kinesiology. I added, kinesiology. I added a couple sounds in there. Kinesiology. Yeah. Kinesiology. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely not a professor, though. Like, I don't have my PhD. I have oh. not gone to 
Um, I've just had very general schooling and have worked my way into that position. Okay, well, hey, wait, we don't experience. want you to dumb yourself down here. Okay, you well. are a college-level <laughs> professor of kinesi kinesiology. Yep, that is a good. hard word for me. <laughs> I'm not a professor either. Kinesiology. Okay, and you've been doing that for years. Yeah, a long time. And then you were a massage therapist before that for a long time and still are, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And now you're doing what, like Tai Bo classes with a microphone and teaching? What are you doing? <laughs> what no, are you I doing just, I was doing, uh, I was, for the summer, I got a job doing HIT classes mm. um, just to get the experience of group fitness because I knew nothing about group fitness. I only know about semi-privates and personal training, just private one-on-one yes. -on -one sessions. I'm very chill. Um, so I so try. So chill. Oh my God, I'm Carrie. so chill. That's totally the term I use when I think about you training me is so chill. So chill. Yeah, I have to like really dial it up for a group class. So I did that. Yeah. Um, I'm done though with that now. Okay. How do you feel about group class? It was cool. I, ref I only, I don't think they wanted us to wear a microphone. I think I got away with teaching all of my classes without a microphone. I just yelled the entire time. I didn't like the microphone. It was too much. That sounds that sounds harder. It sounds like you have to exhaust your windpipes while also exhausting your body. Yeah, I kind of just run around and make sure that at least three people can hear me, and then I'll run around yeah. to the other side of the room and do it again. I, mean, I like I repeating myself. I'm a teacher, so it's fine. <laughs> I taught dance for years without a microphone, so I don't know why I'm acting like a microphone is ne necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel I like taught... all all you do is think of the microphone the whole time. So yeah, I mean, I'd probably love it, but I did teach tap to 30 children at once banging their feet over music you know again oh yeah heavy vocal um okay cool so you're basically a fitness pro a health pro a genius pro so we're going to talk about health wealth and wellness for the layman today cool you ready yeah i'm ready are you psyched or are you being chill now because i need you to hype up i'm being super psyched I need you to like <laughs> slam a protein shake down and get into your hot bod attitude. Okay. Which you're in because you're basically wearing a sports bra and that's it. So that's good. Yeah. I am. No, this is a shirt. Oh, well, well, your, your stomach is showing. So I would call that a tankini <laughs> at least. <laughs> I wore my tankini for this podcast. <laughs> You've been loving showing your tummy lately, and that's because you should, because you've got a hot bod and you've earned it, and I'm jealous. So how can – let's start here. Really super simple. How can I get into a tankini? <laughs> can you, just, you give me that advice real quick? <laughs> yeah, you just find one that you feel comfortable in and send it. Well – No, um, I don't know. I think – I honestly – it's all about like – it's all about like nutrition, honestly, like that's the things you're putting in your body. That's it. And yeah, even the days and paying attention, like how you feel like people, we just check out all the time and of our bodies and we'll just do the same thing over and over and over again. And before we know it, we adapt to that feeling and then you'll check in with yourself and go, actually, I don't feel good when I like go across the street and buy food mm -hmm. at lunch. I feel way better when I make a sandwich at home and like a salad or fruit or whatever, and I bring it in. Right. Um, but that's hard work though. It's all like, it's all timing and hard work and yeah. um, we don't have time. And sometimes we don't feel like hard working hard because we don't have that much time. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes you we don't watch. feel like hard work. <laughs> yeah. We don't feel like hard work. <laughs> we are hard work and we don't feel like it. Um, we don't feel like working hard and it's hard because we yeah. live busy, busy lives. So there's, totally. you have to like, I think that for somebody who's just starting, um, you want to just 
pay attention to what your life looks like in a week span or even just like four days from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed and where you're spending your time. And like they have time trackers and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like Instagram, for example, is people will spend so much time on that. And you're like, okay, only allow yourself to go on Instagram twice a week. And then spend the rest of that time meal prepping or at least thinking about what kind of food or at least just checking in with your body, like meditate, do something where you're with your body. Yeah, gosh, the Instagram thing, just real quick. (laughs) I'm really trying right now to put some control over my Instagram time. I know you've been someone that's been really diligent about that in years past. What's your relationship personally with Instagram right now? I'm on it. And I do if I find myself just going on it, like that, I pick up my phone and I hit it and then I'm like scrolling. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I'll delete it and then I won't yeah. download it again for a couple of days. But I used to do like months and months of it de- like being it being deleted. And now I'm like, I don't be having a business. I can't really do that. I have to be <clears throat> pretty yeah. responsive. Um, but I don't, I have a hard time just staying on my business account too. So it's, right. I have a love, hate. I'm deleting it probably three or four times a week, but <laughs> oh, God. I, I do try to stay as aware as possible where I'm like, okay, there's no reason. And I try, whenever I do post, it's like, I go back on so I can see like, you know, right. the people liked the post. Yeah. That's, that's the addiction so annoying. coming in. Yeah. The serotonin addiction of like, who liked it? Who commented? That's yeah. I'm guilty so of that majorly. Yeah. I feel like finding a balance with it's really hard, especially when you run a business from it. We've talked about this at length before both of us having yeah, having to be accountable for responding to things. Late, right now, my my position's different. I'm not running a business in the same way I used to be. But with this podcast, I'm trying to grow it. And so the Instagram is the number one place where it's it's like my growth marketing space, right? Um, but also I work on Instagram every day for my job. So deleting it's really hard. So I've had to figure out how to create limitations. And I, there's another app called Opal. I think I told you about it that um, locks you out of the apps, like a secondary app that completely locks you out because I get the like screen time or like you've been in Instagram for an hour today, like, and it's like closes you out, but you can just push one button to breeze through that. That doesn't do enough for me. Like I need to fully lock it out. But I've also been trying to do no phone Sundays, like no phone at all, like turn it off and like put it in a drawer and spend the whole day without a phone because that feels even better because I find when I don't have my phone that I like will go to other things. If I have Instagram or sorry, if I take social media off my phone, I still will like play Wordle or like Sudoku or do something on my phone. And it's like, I need to just get off of the addiction of the phone too. Do you feel that way also? Totally. Yeah. I actually listened to a podcast um, a couple months ago about our brains and how we're evolving with uh, just computers and phones just being in our faces all the time. And our brains are so smart that when we look at something with a certain, it has to have a certain lighting behind it. So anything at a computer or a phone, mm-hmm. um, we naturally will just scroll. Like we naturally will just summarize and scroll things with our eyes. We just quickly analyze things oh, rather God. than pay attention and read. So um, like a Kindle is good um, or just like actual pages. And right. we are evolving away from being able to just read because we're just scanning yeah. so quick because our brains are catching on. <clears throat> I thought that was really interesting. So um, I that's one that. thing I try not to like read things off the computer or read things off my phone. And mm. I always have books because yeah. I don't want to lose the skill yeah. of reading. Yeah, that is a really <laughs> crazy thing to think we're about. We're reverting. We think we're getting smarter. Like in that sense, we're re- reverting. That's scary. 
Yeah, and have you seen the 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 visual automation that they made of like what people that work from home are going to look like in like fifty years? No, it's horrific. It's like a whole hunched over. Yes, like a whole civilization of these people. There's like this moving visual they made. There's like one person, and she's got like a really big like cellulite tummy that it only comes out like towards the bottom. Like think of like a pear shape, but like to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Totally hunched over face and everything drooped from like the light the screen light Mm -hmm. like skin just looks awful and then it like listed all the things that are gonna be wrong with our bodies which is basically everything and then it showed all these people like slumping around society like ew i was like this is this is we are reversing like you just said everything is going to shit right before our eyes and it's so scary and sad right now like working from home is amazing it's so good and it's like no it's not we need to be moving, go out in public, be with people, etc. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think well, it's back- just like ask going back to like the the um tankini thing. <laughs> <laughs> just like checking in. <laughs> just like checking in and just asking yourself if things are necessary. Like when you find yourself doing a thing, you just go, is this necessary? And it's right. just all about behavioral change and it's just one thing at a time and nothing's going to change overnight and if you find something that's a quick fix, it's not going to work. Like I can guarantee you there's there are no quick fixes in this world because your brain has to get online before anything else and that takes a long time yeah and that's i think that's like the biggest lesson especially in this day and age where we expect to be able to fix things so quickly it's like what's the fastest way to lose weight what's the fast like right now i just got told i have high cholesterol which is terrifying i was like oh my god but i'm not surprised because i'm dormant most of the time and i knew that something was up so when I find out I have high cholesterol, I'm like, okay. So I quickly went to Google and was like, what's the fastest way to like lower your cholesterol? And again, mm-hmm. it's like, that's not the way I need to be thinking. I need to be thinking like, what is the long term or what is the change that's going to actually fix this whole thing long term and like change my mentality and change my behavior? Um, but the quick fix, man, that's the thing with diets forever that we've been trying to get behind. Yeah. And it'll never, it won't stop. Like it'll continue, but it's... It, the more you do it, the less checked, the less checked in you are with your body. Like we're just so good at checking out. And yeah, that's why meditating is just so important because you actually just check in with what's happening. And we only right. have these, we have one body for the entire time we're on this earth, you know, like we should be learning about it. We should be worshiping it. We should be spending a lot of time with it. And like, that's where the self-love thing comes in too, you know, and, and that's really hard. It's hard to like, look at yourself, especially if you don't love yourself. And yeah. that's the number one. you have to, you have to, the, the only thing that you can, that you're guaranteed for your entire life is you, like your body, you, and the relationship you have with yourself, everything else outside of you is not guaranteed. Nothing. Yeah. You know? And it's like, people don't realize that. And it's, it sometimes takes pe- people dying or getting <clears throat> super sick and having near death experiences for them to like check in and go, Whoa, wait, this yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm living. <laughs> right. Preach it. I love it when you do that. I love it when you go that way. <laughs> no, but it's, so, it's such a good reminder. And it's like, uh, it, it sucks that we like live in such a busy mind space all the time that we forget to just take care of ourselves in, in the biggest ways and in the smallest ways. And I think, I don't know, as you know, I've been for, for like the last two years really trying to get my shit together after five, six, seven years of not thinking about it, not taking any care. And it's been really hard. And I feel like I have barely made any progress, but mentally I've made 
leaps and bounds, I feel like, but it's brutal. I'm like, God, when will I start like feeling better? When will I start seeing different results? Now, granted, I have like my own mysterious situation happening that's complicated, but I'm getting there and you are helping me. (laughs) You told me, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the people of hot con what you told me, which was I need to start every day by chugging or maybe not chugging, but finishing how many ounces of water? A mason jar, like a big one. Oh, yeah. And meditating for 10 minutes every morning. Have I been doing the meditation? No, but I do drink the water and I try and meditate. I just don't do 10 minutes. I'll do like three minutes and I do it probably two times a week. So I need to step that up. That's good. Tell me more about why you tell, why did you tell me to do that? It's a good way to just start the day. You always want to start the day on a positive note, you want to put money in the bank, right? To have the day go the way you want it to go rather than waking up and immediately getting on Instagram, for example, or Mm. drinking something other than water, even coffee. Coffee's fine. It's honestly like if somebody wakes up and they, um, they drink the first thing they have is coffee. That's fine. As long as they feel fine, you know, that works for them. It works for them. It's just all, everybody's so different. Um, Does not work for me. (laughs) I just say water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's probably not like the best um, until you have something in your system and you naturally kind of wake up. But I have I have uh, an addiction to coffee, so I shouldn't be yeah, saying any of just, that. You drink crazy coffee. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just say water, though, because it's the easiest thing. You want to make things easy and realistic and drinking a cup of water when you wake up should be very, like, very realistic for maybe all of the people that are listening. <laughs> totally. Um, and so that's, that's the reason why I choose water, but water is also the healthiest and you should be drinking a lot of it. I like that you said, put money in the bank. <laughs> money in the bank, money in the bank. That's why yeah. I always say it to my clients. Money in the bank. A- <laughs> what is that song? Oh, I don't know. I got that money in the bank. Burrows in the tank. I got money, whatever. That's what, that's is, what I'm going to think about. Every <laughs> morning. in the I- tank? I said burrs because I, I I don't know. <laughs> Girls in the tank. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anytime like... that somebody's having a shitty workout, I'm all, like, the one thing I'll say is, listen, this is just money in the bank for your future. It's okay. If it's shitty, you're like, you're here, mm. you showed up and you're just putting money in the bank. That's yes. what we're doing. I love that. <laughs> We're depositing into the Wells Fargo of our own body, bitch. That's right. You got to make those deposits every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love love a little. Transactions, transactions. Financial financial (laughs) fitness is what we're talking about here. That's the the only wealth that I'll be talking about here. (laughs) That's that's the kind of wealth I want you to be talking about. Yeah. Health, health, wealth, and wellness is the motto. Okay, yeah. that's all Health I'm focusing well. on. Can I tell you what I've been doing the last two weeks as a new goal? Mm-hmm. It's so basic, but um, I'm trying to get 8,000 steps every single day. That's great. That's basic. Basic is what we need. Everybody needs basic. Like Instagram actually is fucking up the entire like fitness world, health world, nutrition world, because people want like, well, quick fixes, which is then not basic. It's very complicated and it's not realistic. And nobody can yeah. actually commit to that. It maybe will last for three days and then people like go crazy right. or like what binge eat, whatever. It depends on whatever you're talking about. Yeah. Walk like if it's basic, that's good. Go with basic. Basic is good. You want to be a basic bitch if you want to be healthy. You oh have my God. to. I do the same shit all day, every day. Even exercises. Like my cl- 
ask my clients that have been working with me, with me for a year. They do the same shit all the yeah. time. Okay, good. Okay, so my 8,000 steps are taking me 8,000 steps closer to being a basic bitch every single day, which is yes. basically the journey I've already been on. As everyone on this podcast knows, becoming a T-Swift fan and the summer I turned pretty fan, I'm becoming basic and now my walking is basic too. This is good. Next Fall's thing you coming, know, you could start walking in those in uh, yeah, Uggs. Yeah, I'll be wearing my leggings and my Uggs with a pumpkin <laughs> spice latte before you all know it with a high pony <laughs> and I'll be looking fit because I'll be getting my 8,000 steps in. And it's it's just been eye-opening to realize like how little... I do move on some days, even days where I feel like I'm moving more than I would have two years ago. Yeah, I, I just because I barely have any movement scheduled into my day. It's just like sitting, standing, sitting, standing, sitting, standing all day. Um, adding 8000 steps of movement has been pretty <laughs> drastic, to be honest. <laughs> totally. That's huge. Like, that's huge, huge. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about it. And I'm going to keep going. And I have a little chart on my wall to like motivate me with little stickers because that's, that's what I need is the serotonin that Instagram gives me of doing a good job and getting a like on my fucking post. I have to do that for myself. <laughs> that's great. No, that's, I mean, that's the thing that people sometimes don't want to do because it's like, oh, that takes time, you know, like, but the more you track and the more you pay attention, like it's, it's huge. A little gnat in my well, thank you. Thank you for telling me that I'm huge. That feels good. You're huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk about habit. Let's talk about the gym real quick. Like what, what's, uh, when did you know you wanted to open a gym and like, why did you choose a personal training gym? I, um, so as massage, which I'm still a massage therapist. I've been practicing for 17 years now. Whoa, grandma. It's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, and the last, like, I would say five years, I, I felt like I kind of plateaued and I was just like, there's, there wasn't a continued education class I was taking that I was like, that was really bringing me back to my career and that was motivating me. And I've always been into fitness and been, um, physical and have liked taking classes and hiking and whatever and have worked with personal trainers in the past and in my head I was like I would just love to have because I had the same clients too I, I built clientele I was working on the same people for probably like two years and they're coming in with the same thing you know they're like on my right shoulder like I had them all memorized yeah and there were so many times that I'm I would try to give them you know homework and nobody's going to do that it's a massage they're coming for specific reasons it's usually just to relax and kind of check out or whatever yeah um and I wanted to go more of like a therapeutic route and more of a um, like education route. And I would try and it just didn't work for me to like kind of fold that into my current career. Mm -hmm. And there was a big part of me that was like, if I could get them on some sort of just small strength training or mobility um, program where they're working like three times a week and then getting massage, we could really go somewhere with that. Yeah. Um, totally. With this like chronic shoulder thing, for example. And that's when my wheels started turning and my parents were, my mom's getting ready, was getting ready to retire. So I was going to have to like figure out, I was running a space from the business that they owned. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wanted to get back into Reno. Also, I was working in Carson and um, then I was thinking like, okay, like I've been teaching personal trainers, kinesiology for the last six, seven years. Right. And I guess no personal trainers, I guess it's just been like four and a half. It's only five since I've been at TMCC, but I felt 
almost overqualified to just get a gym or a job at just any gym. Um, yeah. And I also didn't feel like I needed to open up a big, huge gym. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Um, so I, it fell into like, I just fell into this perfect space, 500 square feet of, and I was able to just open up this private personal training gym, um, inside of an already running business with my yeah. business partner, Amy, and it just worked out really well. Amy also used to be in the fitness industry and own her own business. Um, and with, uh, at a much larger scale in the fitness industry. And that was really nice. She was totally my mentor through that. So I had a lot mm-hmm. of direction from her. Um, yeah. So I just kind of got really lucky and um, just threw myself into a lot of continuing education classes also and knew that that's the direction I wanted to go. The second I d- started to do it, I just became obsessed. Like yeah, really I got did. onto a really stra- uh, a strict um, strength training program, probably like maybe three years ago. And I just became totally like in, like engulfed with it and I yeah. haven't been able to stop. So I almost feel like I'm like, well, I just found my passion. Yeah. Yeah. You and have I been want... kind of addicted since it started. Yeah. In a good it's way. It's all I talk about and all I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm into it. And you've, you've inspired like a whole movement amongst our friend group. Like before you even had the gym, you were doing those free pop-up workout classes in the park and you did personal training with me a couple of times in the park and I don't know, it's like trickled out. And now all, a lot, all those friends are, uh, your clients. It I've is cool. You all the time. It's cool to go out to the bars and see that half of the people at the bar are my clients. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. And if they don't go to the bar all the time now, maybe, maybe they go home a little early cause they have a workout right. with me, <laughs> which, which for Reno, Nevada is a huge deal. Huge. <laughs> That's influential. <laughs> you are an influencer in Reno, Nevada. How does it feel? It's, it feels great. <laughs> actually, you are a self-proclaimed influencer of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am actually. I, and I would like to start influencing for hot cont. Please, by all means, please, because I could use some help in the marketing more than I, more than I needed it in the last job. So Great. Just give me a t-shirt so I could just film me I got to make t-shirts. I don't have t-shirts. I should make one. Mm-hmm. I think I should make a shirt that says... I'm hot because I listen to hot con. Yeah. <laughs> and it, maybe it'll be a tankini, actually. <laughs> or it could be a play. On- <laughs> it could be a play on the Paris Hilton. I, um, I'm hot. You're not. Uh, do you oh, remember that whole thing? Yes. Um, yes. She did the, the wrong your, but uh, something like that. Like, oh, but I actually nice. really like that idea. Yeah. I'm hot. You're not. Mm-hmm. Hot con. And then I should mm. put QR codes on each nipple. Yeah. <laughs> Scan yeah. to listen. That'll be really cool. People will love that. <laughs> Stupid. Good. Um uh, or yeah, hot bod, hot cont. Yeah, um, yeah. Name oh. of app. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite episode of Haunt Cont is and then it could be like you could just change it out all the time. Like comes with a velcro pack and you could just like slap. <laughs> That's also a great idea. You wouldn't believe that I once had a whole company made about merge. I'm worried that the the wrong people are going to listen to this and take all of our ideas. You know what? Can you edit this out? No, we're leaving this in. We're leaving this in. Don't worry. There's only like three people that listen, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. It's not three. Thank you. I love you all. All Three zero. Yeah, no, I do want merch. I do want you to influence. And I think... We should at least do belly shirts. At least for you, I'll cut your shirt in half. 
You're a good yeah. influencer, you know. You've got your own taste, your own style. It's just your your spotty relationship with the app is what I think holds you back from really taking off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that the main my main like jumping off point. Yeah, that I have a very yeah complicated relationship with the foundation of my influencing. Yeah, I mean, I I'm going through this right now. We've, I'm gonna we're just gonna keep talking about Instagram for a minute because it is the killer of my health right now. But I. I'm going through this phase of wanting to make more content, like kind of put on my content creator hat and like actually try it and see where it can go for me, both to build the podcast and to just like build like freedom for my for my side hustle, like try and get some opportunities, you know, whatever, like just I enjoy making content. I do it for work. I know how to do it but I never really take the time to do it for myself. And it's like, what would it look like if I actually tried just as a goal for myself? But I'm also paranoid about being online too much right now. And I'm wanting to like be off my phone completely. And it's this weird duality that I'm trying to figure out how to exist within. And I feel like same with what you were talking about with your business. Like how do you create content for your business Instagram to get people to know about habit because it's a small private gym, but also want to throw your phone into the lake like how have you figured out how to do that because you were really on it for a while you were posting a lot of stuff and I feel like you haven't as much anymore but is that just because you've have enough clients now or is it a choice like what's the choice there um yeah when I first opened I didn't I had no like not a lot of clients so I really needed to just be in everybody's face all the time that was the main reason and Mm. um I also tried I committed to, I think this was probably like six months. Um, every Tuesday I would put out a post and I wanted it to be informational over anything. And then I would do stories. So I would just film myself doing one simple exercise and teach everybody why, why it exists, maybe where it came from, blah, 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 best rep scheme for, um, novice to advanced, whatever. Um, and that kind of built my page. And then as that went on, I would just take store, like just quick videos of my clients working out. Um, but then that also, I got into my head about like, you know, I'd always ask people like, are you cool with me putting you on, on Instagram? Right. And then there were times that I was, tr- I was trying to get off Instagram. And then I was worried that some of my clients wanted to be on Instagram and I wasn't putting them on Instagram because I just wasn't on yeah. or maybe, you know, like, right. um, and then am I putting, cause then asking people, I felt like just so, I was just like, this isn't even, I should be asking, there's so many more important questions I can be asking them right now than right. do you want to be on my Instagram? Right. Um, <laughs> but essentially I stopped because I don't necessarily need new clients. And I, I wanted, I believe in building clients by word of mouth. I, I needed a cushion first, like, you know, and Instagram did that for me. I yeah. got a lot. I still, when I post stories, I'll get people that will um, book a consult. And it's great. Um, It's from Instagram though. And so sometimes it's just like hit or miss and it's, it holds so much more weight. If your family member or really close friend, you see them changing and see how motivated they are and how much different they are versus from six months ago. And you're like, Oh, I want that. And I want to see your trainer or whatever. Right. Um, Versus I just did a quick search on Google because I ate, I binge ate and now I feel like shit and I need to go see a trainer. And then, you know, 24 right. hours later, you're like, never mind. I'm, you know, yeah. it just holds so much more weight. And consults totally. are kind of, I love, like, I like meeting new people and talking to them. But as a personal trainer, there are a lot of 
a lot of energy and a lot of time mm. on my end. And you don't charge for that because it's just like, you got to get to know people and make sure that they're a good fit for you and you're a good fit right. for them. Um, right. And it's kind of like, I don't want to do that many consults unless I have like maybe a 60% chance of them being super serious. Right. And yeah. it's all, you know, you have all these phases of, of change. And a lot of people are just in a pre-contemplation phase when they're talking to you and you need them more in like a contemplation phase. And then, maybe like an actual um, where they're trying to make something happen versus I'm just mm. kind of seeing and trying to like talk and see like what your pricing is, things like that, which is great, but it's kind yeah. of, yeah, they're barely tipping their toes in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a corporation. I'm one person and I'm like, I don't know. What's the, what are the cha- the phases of change? Tell me more. Um, I don't know. So as I started talking about them, I'm like, shit, I don't know all of them. Um, the pre-contemplation phase is where you're just kind of thinking of things. Um, and you're, you know, like you, you're like, okay, I want to, well, we could talk about before you got a gym membership, right? You're like, I want, I just moved to LA. I want a gym membership. I don't know, but you're just thinking about it. Then the contemplation phase means that you're, um, you're actually, uh, like researching those things and you're like, maybe you went and saw the gym or you're, you know, you contacted me about programming, those kind of things, but you're not necessarily practicing it. Um, and then there's the, um, then there's four other phases and I can't remember what they are, but then the next phase after contemplation is, um, something specific, but it's basically where you're actually doing the, the thing. Um, if you want to look up like six, six, uh, phases of change. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Um, okay. Okay, Pre-contemplation, contemplation, determination, determination, action, relapse and maintenance. Yeah. So determination means that you're, 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 you're kind of doing it, but not really. You're like trying it here and there. And then action means you're actually doing it, but maybe you're Mm -hmm. not committed to a specific schedule yet, but you're doing it and you're feeling like, Oh, on the days that I go to the gym, the days I work out or eat healthy or whatever, I feel great. But then you still kind of go back to your old, your old thing. And then you kind of go back and forth. Um, and then there's, uh, relapse. Is it relapse? Is that the yeah. next? Okay. Then that's when you'll, you'll go back, but you'll just kind of go back and forth, like between relapse and, um, what's behind relapse maintenance, maintenance, you kind of go, go, go. And this is all within like years. This takes a long yeah. time, especially if you're talking about like nutrition and fitness and right. your body. Um, and then finally maintenance is you're just, it's your new lifestyle. Yeah. I've definitely been in the I'd say in the last year, I've been in the determination, action, relapse bubble. <laughs> yeah, totally. And maybe for even for the last few years, I think maybe, like you said, I think it's taken me a long time to just get to the determination change state. But um, lately, I feel like I've really taken a, the next step, but it's still, yeah, I can fall off pretty easily, which is hard. And that's the thing too, is like everybody does like of anything and it's just not being hard on yourself. All it is, is just noting how you feel when you fall off or when you do those things. And um, it, that's it. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong or anything. Just like mm-hmm. this is, oh, I actually don't feel great when I do this. Or I felt great when I did this, those kind of things. Even like I've been um, trying to figure out my relationship with alcohol for the last two years. Yeah. And this year I've gone months and months without drinking. And I finally feel like I'm in this space where I can consciously make a choice. Like when I went to LA to visit you guys, I was like, I will be drinking. Yeah. And 
it was nice and I haven't drank. Like I went to, just went to outside lands and didn't drink any alcohol is insane, but yeah. <laughs> I oh wish I kind of wish I did, but um, <laughs> I it's saw like, the videos <laughs> you looking kind of miserable in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I finally, I've been noting so many times that like, I actually don't feel good with alcohol. And the older I get, the more anxiety I get after I drink. Totally. And I do not have time for anxiety anymore. Like I have zero yeah. time for that. And it's not, I used to, I guess I just never really experienced it when I was younger. And I yeah. finally have enough, like enough signs that like alcohol actually isn't like doing things for me versus it is. But if I go out like today and drink all day and then tomorrow I'm hungover, I'm going to note like, oh, I feel like shit, but it's okay. Like I did that. And now I'm just going to move forward. I'm not going to like beat myself up about it. Mm. Or, and that's like, I think one of the hardest things that people deal with, you know, especially I see my clients, like they'll be doing great they'll see me maybe twice a week, three times a week. They won't miss any sessions. And then maybe they'll miss a session. And it's about like something like maybe they, they um, like got sick or something or like, I don't know, but they'll miss yeah. a session and then they'll, they'll have a hard time getting back to it. Right. And I can see sometimes like some of them just like beat themselves up about it. And you're like, yeah. Listen, like, look, you were here. Like, that's it. Like you showed up. Right. Even if you like, you have yeah. to give yourself those wins. And it's not just only concentrating on the positive, but it's, it's paying attention to the positive, the negative and everything, and just sitting with those things and allowing yeah. them to go like, just dissipate and be, um, like curious about all that. Like, especially, Oh, I drank, I feel like shit today. Why did I drink? Just be curious. Don't beat yourself up about it. Or why yeah. didn't I show up, go up to the gym, go to the gym or whatever. Yeah. The beating yourself up for it thing is really gnarly in my head too. I, it it will stop me from doing things. I get into such a self punishment shame cycle that it's like, it's toxic. It's crazy. I don't know that needs to be examined, and I need to learn how to chill, especially when I have anxiety during a, a hangover. That is like where I can like fully collapse, and I'm in a bad mood, and I'm awful to everybody, and I'm just like, but it's I'm really just like frustrated with myself because I'm like, why did I do that? Because now it's ruined my whole next day. But instead, I just need to be like. It didn't ruin anything. It's fine. Just like don't take note of it and don't do it again if this is this big of a deal. But I, I can't even get there. I just spiral. Yeah. Yeah. The spir- It's hard. And like, but the second that you you stop the spiral just like 1%, then the next time you'll stop at 2%, 3%, 4%. And you'll start to become like this master of, of your mind in a way where you'll find like little tricks too, you know, just like when yeah. you started to learn how to drive, like what the best thing was, mm-hmm. even if somebody taught you and you're like, that actually doesn't work for me. This works for me, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but just like stopping yourself and just saying, you know what? I like, I am pissed off. Like we were just talking about this last week that um, I, I get really grumpy. <laughs> like I'm Same. such a dad camper about stuff. And yeah, but yeah, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm grumpy right now. Like when I think that you and I were together and that yeah. uh, the guy was like, I'm experiencing a hangover. Oh, like there was yeah. like a, he, he sat what? us. What did he say? Was he, was it? I'm I said, yeah, I was like, I like hangover? your sunglasses. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm wearing them. Cause I'm, a- I'm witnessing a hangover. And it was something like it like no, other have. It. Yeah. I have a hangover. No, it was, uh, yeah, I was something about like, I'm experiencing it or, yeah. It was something, yeah, where he like reframed it. And you're he like, didn't okay. say, I'm hungover. He said, no, yeah, like, yeah. I, there, basically, essentially, it was like, there's a hangover with me. But that's yes. what he said. But we, and we <laughs> yeah. were like, whoa, that's empowering. Like, what a different <laughs> yeah. way to whoa, think about that. 
Yeah, whoa, same. That day I was experiencing the most extreme hangover of my life. <laughs> yeah. But that's a, like, I'll just be like, I'm, I'm grumpy. Well, I'll just own it. I'm just like, I'm grumpy right now. But that's okay. Like, yeah. I'm not always grumpy. I'm, I know my baseline and I know that I'll get back there. Yeah, totally. But for now I'm grumpy and it's okay. It's okay. And everyone just leave to... me alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so much of that though, like what you're talking about is is mental health stuff, life hack stuff, which I know you're into and like I am too. And I think getting to a place where you can figure out how to, yeah, train your mind to help your body and help your nutrition, all these things is so important. And I think it goes hand in hand. And I think more and more people are getting aware of that. But the mind-body connection, baby, like what what books have you read lately that you – I know you like Eckhart Tolle, right? I've never what actually read you? any of his books. I try. Oh, I, actually, okay. I tried to. He was like too complicated. I like. I couldn't actually yeah. get into it. Um, I really. I'm actually reading right now. Uh, Dan Harris's Ten Percent Happier. Mm. It's really I good. That one. Um, okay. Very very good. Uh, and um, you know, I think that anybody who's trying to like just move more and get motivated. Uh, Kelly McGonigal, um, she's a PhD and she wrote a book called The Joy of Movement. Mm. I actually did like a little post, um, a, a couple posts actually on Instagram about it because it's just, I'm obsessed, obsessed with that book. Um, okay. But she goes into just how movement and specifically movement as a community, like with mm. a partner or with a handful of people and, um, and the energy that that brings. I mean, you know, with dance and everything. Yeah. Um, just how important it is. And that's like the thing that we're kind of missing. Um, Absolutely. It's a really, really good book. Uh, And it's actually at the end, I'm pretty sure I cried after it was very good. Wow. Yeah, I probably would cry because I feel that deeply in my soul as someone who was in a, a group setting of intense physical movement, training, commitment, dedication, whatever, for so long until I was 25, 26. To then that drop off completely and have nothing. My life, I mean, that's when my depression came. That's when anxiety came. That's when all this physical shit came. That's what this chronic illness, chronic pain, all of it. It all started right around then. And I have not been able to get anywhere close back to like where I was in that homeostasis of ha- health and happiness, truly, and like strength. But then I, when I go take a dance class now, which I haven't taken that many, but if I do, I like feel my old self re-enter my body in a way that's I don't know how else to explain it it's not something I can find at the gym on my own it's not something I've been able to find in any sort of workout experience except for dancing in a group even if it's playful dancing even if it's just like my hip-hop classes that I used to teach that were like fun and light-hearted but it's like being amongst other people that energy that's shared is so powerful and so real and I like could go on and on and on and on about it. And I think that's what dance is to a lot of people. It's just like community movement. Yeah. And you, you're doing the exact thing that I like the number one thing that everybody has to figure out is what do they like that or find out what makes them, I mean, motivated, but the thing that's going to motivate you is like fun and something that's like that you like, not something that you hate. If you hate strength training, don't do it. But I also think like, I mean, that's a whole nother thing, uh, like a whole nother couple episodes of strength training, but try to learn, like learn as much as you can about a new thing, you know, or if you already know, like, you know, that you want to do dance classes, like do that, like at least once a week, like, because you were noting, like, this is how I felt after you should do more of that. 
And right. our brains don't, we don't like to be like, we, we do like to be comfortable, but we're not supposed to be comfortable. We should yeah. be challenging ourselves all the time and right. learning about your body, this thing going back to like this thing that you're with for, you know, hundreds of years. I, I don't know how hundreds long we Hundreds of years. Hundreds yeah. of years, <laughs> hundreds and thousands of years. <laughs> Um, that you're like with the your entire lifespan, you have yeah. you should be learning about it. Like people will spend so much money on their cars and like their things, all this shit. Where you like, and they won't spend. They'll be like, I don't want to get a personal trainer; it's too expensive. And you're like, sick. Totally. Like, but yeah. you'll like like tell me how much you spend on what you know, whatever. Like right. this couch that you didn't need, or like any things like that. And you're like, this is your body. Like this is yeah. your mind. You know, this, this is your body is your temple, bro. You've got to, you've got bro. to, bro. your body is your bro. temple, <laughs> bro. Your body is a temple and it keeps the score. Fuck the couch, you know, take care of the body. You know Fuck that couch. Fuck that couch. Burn Fuck the couch. couch. <laughs> Stand. You know what? You want to sit on the couch? No, get rid of that couch. Fuck it. Stand. Burn some more towels. No, I actually I need to get person. rid of my couch. My, I was just reading this thing the other day about, um, you know, my spinal stuff that I've got. And there, it, this woman was, it was like a TikTok, so who knows how real it is. But she was saying the things that helped her with her, her spine issues were to not sit on anything comfortable ever. Like stand or sit on the floor or sit on like, if you have to sit in a chair, make sure it's like a hard chair. When you're driving, she has this like plastic insert for her car that like is stiff so that her body's never her spine's never in its position where it's squishy and i was yeah. like holy shit that makes so much sense and also like what a drastic life change like that's a big change to be like i'm never sitting on a couch <laughs> like, it's, that's huge like that's 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 crazier than me not drinking like yeah it's you, drastic. i, I, I was believe like, in oh. it i believe that though like it's you because then you're engaged the entire time you're and you're totally. not allowing gravity to do what it likes to do and this like pull you down. And when yeah. you're, I'm even sitting up straight right now in this comfortable chair, like talking about this, yeah. but yeah, when you're comfortable, you just sit and then it's just like, you get comfortable right. just like, and clock yeah, how many you hours you do that on in a day. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. I'm sitting all day. And also my bed is soft. It's old. Now it's gotten soft. And it's like, that's, I think the most brutal thing for me. I wake up every morning feeling 95 years old broken and Michaela is too we're both like what the hell we need to invest in a new mattress because like that or I need to sleep on the floor it's so brutal and like stuff like that it's like everywhere I go I feel like I have to make this big drastic change but where to where to start where you know where do we One put the money first exactly um it's all happening yeah it's a, that's it's just all about noting like that's the thing you have to just pay attention. No, because everybody's different. There's no fix for just everybody. That's the thing. I mean, water. That's why yeah. you hear water walking and stay away from processed foods. Everybody, everybody on this planet, you can say that too. That's a great prescription for everyone. But yeah. then anything else after that, you don't know, like you have to just like be your best investigator and like figure it out yourself. And that's where like the nutrition coaches come in and stuff because they're, they're not going to tell you I have a lot of clients that are like, can you just give me like, like breakfast, lunch and dinner? And, yeah. and I'm like, no, like, I don't right. know what you're going to like, how you'll react if you eat red meat or too much spinach or whatever, you know, like you, everybody's yeah. so different, like the way we process things. And it's really all about our brains processing consciousness, like the world that then right. will mess with everything else. 
So that's why it all gets to your brain over anything and educating yourself on just inundating yourself with like healthy things. Like, is this helpful? Like if you're sitting and reading an, an article about something that's like going to benefit you, right. maybe a mobility thing that's helpful. Like, is this helpful? Yes. I'm going to continue reading it and maybe I'm going to take notes on it versus I'm scrolling Instagram. Is this helpful? No. Or right. even just like replying to people on Instagram. Fuck that. <laughs> don't respond to anybody <laughs> yeah i used to lose my mind over like if somebody like would r- write a thing and like dm me about like pers- like on my personal instagram and then i'm mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna leave like I do- it's okay if you leave them on red because it's like they're not not that like i would just be like oh my god i need to reply to this person they're like asking yeah. me oh where'd you go la- where was this from like where'd you go last weekend i'm like they, they don't need to know that information like they're going right. to forget they're going to forget about this that they asked this question in 20 minutes. But will so. they feel shaded that you didn't respond? See, that's well, where my I've, people pleaser thing comes I in. I know. Well, that's that's where I'm like that is if they do, I'm that's I feel bad, but like that's on them. Like I can't. Totally. We're not we're not supposed to be available to people all the time. And especially with Instagram like strangers. Like I don't need to be feeling like I need to respond to strangers all the time. Right. You, it's fun. Anytime I talk about Instagram, though, or responding to people and stuff like this is, I only really am friend. I guess I have a couple like followers that I don't, I've never met before, or whatever. But I've six hundred followers. I I talk like I'm, I have six million or something, <laughs> and I'm like on the verge of hiring somebody to respond for me and stuff. It's just like this is like one DM every six months that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna leave them on scene. <laughs> Like, hey. please, I don't not want to come on. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just like inundated, inundated with, just, with DMs. I'm drowning. I'm drowning in DMs over here and followers. Uh, uh, well, hey, you will be one day, right? I mean, no, you won't actually because you're going to delete Instagram. Who cares? One, one versus 60 versus 600. I doesn't matter it's just like unwanted messages can you imagine being like actually someone with six million followers no. like a lot of people are and there's just constant messages and constant notifications like oh it sounds aho- it sounds awful and people like questioning everything you do like i mean even i remember i posted i did like a a, a pr post of me doing a, a deadlift of 225 pounds and it was like this huge thing and i was like i did it and i was doing a sumo stance i'm sorry like it, this all doesn't no, like, super matter but i was doing a sumo stance and somebody because i did it on a reel or something and so just a uh, random posted yeah. um that's not real because you're doing sumo stance instead of a traditional just narrow stance and i was just like uh, motherfuckers like god yeah, damn it god. i'm just like celebrating my own p it's called a pr a personal record right like right. i don't like who fucking cares like i know and so like that kind of shit just one person and it sent me over the edge and i was just like i can't I am not yeah. built for this. And there's no so one many, is. Yeah. No one is. There's not a single person online who gets hate messages and feels okay about it. Like right. not a single, you hear it from every single person. You can get a hundred positive comments saying, I adore you. You're amazing. And one that's like, you look like shit. And that's uh-huh. going to be the thing that sets you off. And you're going to remember that. And it's, it's the human condition. No yeah. one is meant to be inundated with messages that we get like we walk down the street no one's like i mean every once in a while someone might say something shitty to you but it's such a unique experience to have your personal life up for people to just comment on all the time 
Yeah. And we, we act like that's never going to happen. And you're like, well, what did you expect? Right. You just put yourself out there. Like, and you should just be ready for that criticism and it's okay. Like, right. right. But it, it's not okay though. Cause it's like, Oh, but I don't know. That's, it's I think hard. that Instagram, Instagram is cool. Um, but also I think it's evil and I'm, I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah have always had a complicated relationship but i think that i get a lot of education out of it though too and i think it's a great way to stay in touch with people and i mean with you and see what you're up to like things like that it is really funny too like there's some mm. funny memes i get it it's, like it's true and it's nice instagram's not all Fuck. bad <laughs> yeah I'm like, i love to look back on and just go oh like two years ago this is what i was doing you know it is it is very cool that we have like the this this memory like this memory kept for us yeah totally yeah it's just having healthy boundaries with it mm -hmm. um i do remember though one time i went onto your instagram when you weren't looking to post something to your stories as a prank <laughs> yeah and i was shocked at what your feed looked like it was literally only men working out like there was not a single other thing and i was like oh this is an interesting experience to like look at someone else's phone and see what world you're existing in couldn't be more different from my instagram so you are just like fitness girly on instagram do you have like when it comes to content which is essentially what this podcast is supposed to be about like what what kind of stands out to you in the world of like fitness creators? Like, do you just look for specific kinds of workouts or are there certain people that you like to follow more than others because of like their educational background? Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, I have a, um, a couple people that I like kind of solely just follow and it's because I either have their books um, or I've mm. taken continuing education classes from them. So, oh, cool. and that's, that's where I go. And they're usually, I mean, they're all, they're all PhDs or um, doctors of physical therapy. Um, Smart. Uh, I want to, I'm trying to think. Yeah. And then anybody who they like suggest or talk about, I'll go follow those kind of like, but I, I have like three or four that I, I start with and then I'll kind of go off of that. Um, but that's one thing that I did. Uh, I don't know. A couple of years ago is I muted a lot of my personal accounts just so when I did go to, get on Instagram, that's what I was doing. I was like learning. And, and yeah. I think like the, the word of this podcast is inundated. So I'm going to use it again. Um, we're just being inundated with this information because I do want it to be use. If I am going to be on Instagram, I would like to be like it to be kind of useful sometimes. Totally. It's smart. I've heard of people like deleting their personal Instagram or like maybe not even deleting it, but creating a like secret new one. That's just whatever the like field they're in or whatever the thing they want to learn about is and not, touching their old one and that sounds like what you've basically did but you did it a different way which is nice i don't mine's not like that at all mine uh i open it and i'm just like sucked into a terp a topless sean mendez pick in ibiza like <laughs> i'm like what the fuck now i'm derailed and i'm looking up sean mendez photos and um well, that's what hot cont is though right but, i mean well right yeah see that's what i thought and yeah it's i've turned my own machine into a monster <laughs> are there any like fitness trends like workout trends that you're really into i know that you kind of are like a realist like to the core do the like the shit that we know that works and not into the fads but like are you aware of any of them or like you know i'm thinking of that one workout class that i talked to you about with the sticks i'm trying to remember her name mm. or like um the the workout classes with like the bungee shoes or oh, like, yeah. any of those things like the stuff that you see online that you go, wow, that looks fun. <laughs> yeah. 
I um, I'm not into any of that. However, I think I think that if Reno had something like that, it would be really cool. Um, there's a just anything that's different, like and it's like that gets people like kind of like, oh, that looks interesting. Maybe I'll try it. That's that's huge. Versus yeah, it's just like the typical like boot camp class. Nobody's gonna actually want to do that. A lot of people go, oh, I like that's not interesting right. to me. Um, right. But I don't I don't know of anything. Yeah, I'm just kind of like I'm very old school, and I just love being old school. Um, but or or you're basic, basic. I just yeah, I think that what this is going to be a basic uh, answer, but walking is coming back. Like doing the tracking your shit, like your steps, getting your eight thousand steps, like what you're doing. That's mm-hmm. huge. Like and getting away from your phone. Like those are like fads to me that I think oh are really goodness. healthy and really great. Um, Stop. Hold the phone. Stop. Hold the phone. So you're what, what you're telling me is that I am a trendsetter. I think so. Yeah, I think that it's good. Um, but those really wild, like, or where they have like the bungees that you hook into, like, and you you can jump up and down. Anything that's like fun that doesn't make you that sneaks up on you, like, oh, I'm actually sweating and I'm like, I'm working out right now. My heart rate is yeah. raised and I'm having a really good time. I love that shit for people. Like I just yeah. happen to be an anomaly where I'm obsessed with doing it. Like I'll just do lunges every single day. I'm fine. You know, yeah. like I'll eat the same thing <laughs> in the morning, like uh, for breakfast every single day for the rest of my life and I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that is rare. <laughs> the people that can, um, or that find like that, that joy or that silliness in those things, like that's, that's huge. Even just like yeah. going out and dancing on a Saturday night or whatever, like, right. And also, like, that's where that neuroplasticity comes in, like, of learning new things and challenging yourself and, you know, like, not ever, like, hooking yourself up to a bungee and somebody going, okay, like, this is the class, like, this, these are the safety precautions, this is the thing that, you know, like, that's great. Zumba, like, that took off and it's still taking off. Yeah. Because people have fun and they don't know that they're working out. And if you can trick people into working out, that's perfect. I try to, like, I think the way that I do that with my clients is just, like, like hanging out with them essentially, right. but then making them move too, or encouraging right. them to move. I don't make anybody do anything. I'm a little bit of a pushover when it comes to that, but well, you made me, you made me run. <laughs> yeah. I try, I guess I, I try to just manipulate them into moving because I am a master manipulator at yeah, the end of the day. Master manipulators, baby <laughs> who love nine 11. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a spinoff episode, just the podcast of that manipulation in 9-11. Yeah, I mean, we probably should. We should, like, go full Joe Rogan on our asses and just, like, have an <laughs> hour, 45-minute pod of us talking about, like, conspiracy theories and how to manipulate women. I would love that. <laughs> and get canceled immediately. <laughs> we don't We don't mean to manipulate you guys. <laughs> we just do. Yeah. It's just accident. who we are. God. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> okay girl are you ready to get tell me what's your hot for and what you're not for okay yeah um well hold on hold on hold on no no this i wasn't is... just gonna answer right now <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no no i already um, started <laughs> i mean is there something else you want to say about fitness is there anything else you want to tell me um no i think that i i do just want to say just for anybody there's no quick fix of things. Like even if it is a quick fix, like those, those shots that everybody's doing, that's what great. Shots? Like there's the, um, the Ozempic shots. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. know, uh, 
great. Like you can drop a lot of weight. I mean, you're, you're starving yourself for, you know, three to six weeks and then you yeah. just whatever. Um, it may, it, but you're, you'll gain it. You'll get it all back. You're going to get it all back. You can't be on the shots forever. Right. Like that kind of shit, like, or like crash diets, anything like that. Like it is not healthy for you. Like, right. so anything that happens quickly is not real. It is not real. And you have mm-hmm. to, it's, it's all slow. Like it has also, to be I heard, slow. I heard that Ozempic shots melt your brain. So everyone's yeah. doing Ozempic is probably. Um, Ozempic and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. My brain is so smooth because of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. Preach that. Do you want to say, let's say real quick to end this chat. Um, besides that, do you have like one tip or like two bullet points that you would like give as advice for someone that wants to start being healthier today? Uh, eat ass. Eat ass. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) jump rope and kiss my ass. (laughs) Um, I think that just like, be curious about yourself. Like that's it. Just pay attention to like, check in with yourself. And if you, if you're checked, if you're already checked in with yourself and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm comfortable. Like if you have a history of like meditating and paying attention to like the, like, like the present moment and be, and paying attention to how you're feeling after certain things, then you do go to the gym all, all the time, but then you, you go through stints of not going to the gym. Honestly, like I think hi- hiring a personal trainer is a very good thing. You just have mm-hmm. to make sure the personal trainer knows what they're doing. Like make sure that they are able to educate you, take them. Like you don't need a personal trainer to, to train you every single time you want to work out, you want to stay away from that. Like my business model is I would love to work with somebody for three, six, 12 months and then send them on their way. Just how I work with students at TMCC. Right. Like I want to teach them and give them the power so they can go do it on their own because that's, you should not be, um, uh, you shouldn't be reliant on anything, even a personal trainer. So just get a personal trainer, commit to that for three months, learn as much as you can from that person and then yeah. move on. But you, it's about finding a personal trainer that can teach you. There's a lot of personal trainers out there that cannot. So that's, that's well, it's also so thing. hard. So much of the personal training aspect, though, is the accountability and the like having someone to show up for. And I think for me, I have done a good job with physical therapy in the past or personal training in the past. But then once it comes to like me doing it on my own, I do fall off. And that's always the like, hard part for me is the staying accountable for myself, staying in routine. So I don't know. I kind of just want a personal trainer to like be my best friend. Like I want to be wealthy that like just have a personal trainer come to my house like every day. And like, that's just the routine. You know? Yeah. Like, and you don't have like to think Kim Kardashian, that shit. Yeah. I mean, that is, that also is an avenue and I understand that. And I think that I'm just, I try to push against that um, as much as I can, because I, I believe I've spent so many years of my life educating people and seeing them change that education is the thing that everybody needs. And if you know why you're doing a thing, then Mm -hmm. you might, you're more prone to practice it more and more and more. And if the thing that you're practicing is making you feel good, that's more money in the bank towards that, in that direction. It takes a long time though. Um, money in the bank, girls in the tank. Yeah. I want, (laughs) I want everybody just to be their own personal trainer on in the end. Like, and I know that that's, it's kind of a wild thing to think about, but, um, that's, that's what I want for the fitness industry. Totally. But yeah, just, yeah, just check in with yourself. Thank you. Thank you for that answer. Just hold on real quick. Just please don't say anything for a second. 
This is the song. Can you hear it? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, I got that money in the bank. Oh, what? who is this? Oh my God, it's so good. Money in the bank, shawty what you drank. It's uh, Lil Scrappy and Young Buck. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's like a 2000... Whoa, whoa, okay, now my computer's going crazy. That That's like, like a, a 2006 song. song. Mm-hmm. Cool. I wanna, um, I'll play that song when I um, am researching these fire Festival ticks. Yes, 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 me too. Uh, well, thank you for those last tidbits. I wanted to disagree with you, but um, for my own personal desires, not because I'm disagreeing with your uh, professional opinion. Yeah. Let, let that go on the books. But, yes. Um, and you're right. No, you're totally, you are a hundred percent right. And yeah, it's a, t- it's a complicated thing. We're both right, Carrie. Yeah. We're both right. Yeah. But, um, did you watch Stutz, the documentary? Uh, is that the one with Jonah Hill? Yes. I did. I think I watched, is it a couple episodes? I feel like I watched the first episode. It's a movie. So you're lying. Oh, so I've watched, <laughs> I watched the one episode that they released. <laughs> Um, well, he just said in that the Stutz said that back in the day, and I think I've knew I knew this already, but the, there was something about how he said it that stood out to me about how mental health, um, like therapists back in the day before they were in their occupation. God, I'm saying this horribly. Basically, when someone was really mentally ill, they would prescribe them a personal trainer for a year mm. before the people were there, and it helped. It like worked better, and I feel like that is. It makes perfect sense to me because you're working on your body, you're working on commitment, you're working on showing up, you're working on changing, and you have someone there to really like push you through that. And so I'm like, Carrie, you are changing lives. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It, you know, honestly, the only way to um, reverse age is to work out. Like you're gonna, you're not necessarily reversing age, but you're slowing age yeah. down. Yeah, like, we saw a woman running. We saw a woman running yesterday who's probably like in her 60s her body looked better than mine like in like her skin and her i was just like what the hell like i i gotta get my shit together yeah and i another like really quickly people will like i had a client go hey carrie and she sees me all the time and she's like is there ever going to be like like weeks where i'm just like not sore and i'm like probably not i mean i i kind of am always chronically sore depending on what body part i work like not like crazy sore but where you feel like oh i did this thing um and that's because you're moving and always pay, even if you'd injure yourself in the gym, you're rehabbing that injury. You didn't injure yourself from laying on the couch or you're sitting in your office chair for too long, or whatever. Rem- remember that. Like if you roll your ankle hiking, that's okay. You're being active. And we're right. always, we're humans. We're always going to be in pain. Like, I mean, yes, you're going to have days where you're like, really, but we, I think expect yeah. to just feel so good, especially because like when we were younger, we did feel good. And now we're like, as you get older, you're like, I'm always dealing with pain. Like, that's okay. Yeah. Like, but be active and deal with pain versus totally. I'm not saying versus that everybody, what... you're just like bound to be in pain no matter what, but getting kind out of, of that mindset of, I don't want to be sore. I'm going to be in pain, you know, when I work out and you're like, well, yeah. you're in pain because you don't work out also. So which one are you going to choose? Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say the chronic pain I have is from not working out and it's awful. It's yeah. awful. I feel fragile and I feel like I'm going to fall apart at any second. And I would much rather go back to the lifestyle I had before, which was I was sore all the time from working my ass out. <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not working my ass out. <laughs> we want to. 
We want you to be working your ass in. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That's, that's my cue to move on. Okay. Yeah. Working my ass out. Oof. That got me in my funny bone. Okay, Carrie, what the hell are you hot for in the culture right now? Um, so for somebody that's not really into the culture, uh, it can be I anything think, really. I mean, honestly, I think and I did this last time and I still am like Gen Z, their <laughs> style. <laughs> You're going to say the same thing you said More, last time? Listen, yeah, and, and I want to be, the, I actually want to influence for Gen Z. I think that they're just like so good and it's just so funny and I'm just like, I'm smitten with Gen Z. However, who, I did. Who are the Gen Zs that you're hanging out with? Like, I'm just no. so curious, like, what the influence of Gen Z has on you? Because I don't I, see you hanging out with Gen Z. No, I don't. Like, I think that it's like, I mean, it, when I am on Instagram, like, the Gen Z humor and like, I okay, so there was this, um, this meme or whatever, and it was uh, somebody who said uh, there was a Gen Zer was just hired at a company and, like, the boss asked for 50 sheets of blank paper and they handed it to him and it was like warm paper and they're uh -huh. like why is this warm and the Gen Zer was like I like I just printed 50 pieces of blank <laughs> paper so I didn't have to count it like that kind of <laughs> shit it's they're bringing just like a new like a new vision into this corporate world that like I, totally. I feel like millennials don't give up like boomers were like changing it and doing all this shit and just like really fucking shit up and then we yeah. came in and we were like this is too fucked up we kind of just want to lay, lay on our backs and just like hope it gets better and now gen right. z's coming in and going hey this is fucked up we don't want to totally. work 40 hours a week that kind of shit like i'm totally in. i love that we shit. just had this we just had a huge health, conversation right. about this too yeah the gen z is really coming into corporations and being like nope I'm not, not going to stand for this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And it's been interesting to watch how like higher ups, Gen Xers or even older millennials are like either totally on board with it or like very resistant to it. And what's happening there? There's tension. I've witnessed it in my own situations. And like, I don't know. I'm very pro Gen Z. It's 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 fun and fascinating. And I totally agree with you that like social media that they bring is so funny. I've also in the last couple of weeks seen a couple of different comedy shows with young comedians that were really funny and like doing comedy in a different way. And just, yeah, they're, they're a totally different species. I feel like. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally. I love it. Yeah. Okay. What are you not for? Um, oh, no. I don't know. Uh, oh, no. oh no. She's going to cry. <laughs> oh, no. I, am, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, on like just coming from, um, coming from Inst from Instagram, coming from outside lands and <laughs> dealing with all those people is like yeah. crowds of people. Mm. Like, and honestly, like I felt like I was very aware, like, because I'm sober and I, you get pushed in and yeah. I look 360 around me and there's just like thousands of people all around. And I'm like, if I yeah. needed to get out of here, like there's no way I'd be able to get out of here. And yeah. I look around and there's some people, like people were like, it's too many people. I'm not the only one saying that, but like, I never no. paid attention to that. Cause I was like drunk and right. just not paying attention, but like being able to pay, like, yeah, crowds of people. I think it's, that's, that's really becomes people. scary for me too. It's, I don't know, especially when you're indoors and there's a crowd and you can't get anywhere. I get really spooked. And I think worst case scenario, we live in a country where gunfights are going off all the time. I'm like, Oh God, like, 
I don't know, if, if I had to escape, if there was a, an earthquake, what, if there was anything that happened right now, even if there isn't, like, am I going to get out of this crowd? Like, am I stuck here forever? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, is that, is that a getting older thing? Or is that just like a... I think so. <laughs> yeah, crowded places like that really have started to get to me too. That's yeah. it though. I don't, I don't know if there's any, I want to say something like way, like something better, but I, I don't know. I don't have anything. Hey, Carrie, I accept you exactly as you are. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Um, okay. I'm hot for, this is not going to mean anything to you, but just sit back and listen for a second. The summer I turned pretty. I've been talking about it nonstop on Instagram and it's been a conversation starter. Let me tell you what people are also up in arms about if this is a good thing or a bad thing, this show. And I'm here to say it's a great thing. I love it. It's so good. Talk about Gen Z. Here's what I think is good about it. Let me give you a quick rundown, Carrie. It's a it's a love triangle. A girl is basically in love with two brothers and like intermittently has dated each and they kind of keep getting fucked up and like going back and forth. But what's good about it, it's like it taps the like romantic story of like um the pride and the prejudice kind of this like yearning like classic tale of like forbidden love or like whatever and then it's told through like a gen z lens that's like these high school kids are acting in ways that like they seem smarter and more like emotionally intelligent than i was in high school and i think that to me kind of like takes this old kind of romantic storytelling and puts it on like a new, puts a new lens on it. And it's the whole pack, the uh, soundtrack is Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Mm. So I'm like, what more could you possibly want from a TV show? Truly. What's it on? Amazon Prime. Okay. It's real sappy. A lot of people are not into that. But as I have exposed myself to the internet, I am. I am someone that loves a high school story, a love story, a young adult novel, which is what this started as. Um, I'm fully consumed. I love it. Are there sex scenes? What are the sex scenes like? Um, <laughs> they realistic? Are they cool? Curious why you're asking that first, but um... <laughs> I feel like it gives a good like base of like what what kind of show we're working with here. Um, there's only one sex scene and it's tasteful, but it's like really, you feel it. Like you're feeling the emotional swells. It's like a okay. big deal. Um, it's not like explicitly sexy. It's more about the like yearning than anything. Um, okay. and yeah, I think, I think you would probably enjoy it a little bit. I don't, I don't know for sure about you. I think, I think there's a way, I think I could imagine you rolling your eyes at it, but, um, I don't know. Maybe try it if you feel like you want to cuddle up and watch something romantic. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I still have your, um, your Amazon prime login. So when did I give you that? <laughs> so I could watch, so I could watch the real L word. <laughs> the real L word. Yeah. Like it was what? like, yeah, I have it. It pops up in my um, account all the time. Your, oh, your oh, shit. the new L word, the new yeah. L word. Oh, the real, the real life... was a different show. I was like, oh. I don't remember us ever talking about that. Oh, no, no, no. The new L word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Of not being, re yeah. Gen Q. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that show. It got canceled. Oh, big. I mean, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
What did you say you were not for? Or crowds. Okay. Um, that, that inspired something for me. Oh, this weekend, I am feeling... So what I'm not for is loud, like really loud music, just loudness in general. Mm. I have I feel that I have gotten to that point in my life, which we all knew was coming, which is that I have blown my eardrums out. There is nothing <laughs> left. To, there's no safety there. It feels like tin rattling in my ears when I'm in a concert with really loud speakers. Like it's... <sighs> brutal and i don't like feeling geriatric when i'm out so i would like everyone to turn the music down just a tiny bit so that we can function yeah i do you know at the at the um at the music festival i was wearing earplugs also yeah i'm gonna and buy it was some a game changer and it's so, my yeah. nervous system was so happy with me good for you i was talking about this last night i need to commit because for the last year or two i've just been going to the bathroom and taking some toilet paper and shoving it in my ears <laughs> And then people go, what's in your ear? <laughs> like, oh. You go to the, oh, you go, I see. I'm like, wait, only when you go to, I was thinking when you go to the bathroom, you shove toilet paper in your ears and then you, that's it. I'm like, wait, I feel like you just went off the rails with the IC now. Yeah. Instead of wiping, I just put the toilet paper in my ears, actually. <laughs> You'll Try go it. quicker if you can't hear yourself going. <laughs> what kind of earplugs did you get? Fancy ones or just like your standard? I On Amazon, they have like concert um, earplugs. That, oh like, god! I'm gonna buy them. Plug right out now. like the yeah, and they have like a little um, neck thing too, so you can just like take them out. Oh, and... sick! Let them hang around your neck. Let everyone yeah. know what's going on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't just... wait to go to a concert together. Security. Yeah, I can't wait to go to the fire festival. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna look so good. We're probably gonna like. They're gonna need more security guards at Fire Festival. I can tell you that for free, <laughs> and and more food, and maybe some music, <laughs> maybe some resources, maybe some money to pay the staff. <laughs> They're gonna need a lot. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll do the research and let you guys know. We'll run the numbers. We'll yeah, pull the tapes. <laughs> I'm desperate to go. Honestly, like no matter what happens, it's gonna be interesting. If it goes off well, great. If it goes off horribly great like i'm ready for the lord of the flies like last man standing kind of shit i think that'd be really fun i don't know if <laughs> the world's anything... burning anyway <laughs> Do, i would i really i'm gonna look into this seriously i would like that is something that i i would love to do the fire yeah, fest same okay cool let's let's offline about it let's get okay. our asses to fire fest and then we could also film a documentary <laughs> let's make our own documentary <laughs> i'd love that <laughs> i think the people would love that too no doubt. No doubt about it. I think you and I could make some, we could probably make a really good documentary actually, just in general, but especially at Firefest. <laughs> just like strap GoPros to each other and just like go nuts. <laughs> it actually, I think it'd be good. And just only listen to Jaw Rule. <laughs> yeah. And probably this Money in the Bank song. Yeah. Yeah. The Money too. in the Bank. Uh, great. Well, um, anything else you want to add before we hop off? No. 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 I'm done. And I'm done. <laughs> no, I am done now. How do you feel about your second showing on the episode on the on the podcast? I feel good. I uh getting ready for this, I was like I was in the shower this morning just thinking, I don't I just don't like doing po not that again, not asked to okay, do podcasts. Carrie, like, Carrie, is... That's it. You you're done. <laughs> <laughs> but then the second that I start, I was just like, I think I'm gonna start and I'm just talking to my my G and it's gonna be sick. And it's fine. Like it was, it was good. I had, I actually had a good time and um, I'm glad that I was asked. I'm honored to be asked uh, on it again. 
to yeah, have been asked on it again. Right, you asshole. <laughs> oh, I actually don't like doing podcasts and I can't wait for this to be over. That's what you basically just said. But yeah, I'm glad you're here. Um, you were the one that asked to come back on, might I remind you? No, I know, but I wanted to like have like like I think that talking about myself and talking about like my actual um profession was a little like it's a little like yikes for me, but um oh, I'm happy I thought that that's I did what you it. said you wanted to do. No, I, I mean, I like talking about funny things. I like being sarcastic and being funny and not being serious. But I, I also well, like being Carrie, serious. It's good. You said to me, this is what you said I'll to me. I'll be on verbatim. it again next week. You said, <laughs> I want to be back on HotCon and talk about something real. That's what you said. Oh, <laughs> like Firefest. God, I would have I would have done a whole different episode had I known. I did this no, for you. I think that was I think that I um I mean I do remember saying that and I did say that and I um uh, think it was lost on me a little bit when yeah, I did ask to be back and I'm happy that I'm back and maybe I want to do um uh like warm cont spin-off. Uh- <laughs> Do you want to just keep riffing for another 30 minutes and yeah. we can just replace everything else we just said? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Guess what I'm going to go do tonight after this? Mm, what? I'm going to see the Angel City soccer game with Megan Rapino. Oh, who's Megan Rapino? Oh, my God. I had a feeling you were going to do that. Just like the number one lesbian athlete of our generation. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Wait, just you and her? Just me and her? (laughs) I'm going to the arena to watch her play, and it's going to be just me there, no one else. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know she was playing. She's going to be dribbling the soccer ball by herself. (laughs) Carrie. (laughs) I thought that you were going with her. Like, the two of you were going to go see a soccer game. Oh, my God. No, I'm not friends with her. I wish. Oh, maybe after no. this episode. Yeah, maybe after this episode. I'm sure she's going to find it and be like, that. that's an episode that I could listen to over and over again. Maybe I should be friends with that girl. <laughs> um, no, but she's mega. I bet if I showed you a photo of her, you would recognize her. She's okay. um, many, many times world champion. She's very cool. She's married to Sue Bird, who is... Uh, basketball professional basketball player they're a very hot couple and megan just announced that she's retiring so th- this is her last season oh wow so it's me- it's mega all right that sounds exciting what are you doing tonight um i'm gonna i don't actually know oh jackie's in town i'm gonna go see jackie oh give her a smooch for me yeah that's it cool. and then just i'm just gonna um do nothing which is nice on Sundays I try not to do too much yeah same but here I am doing so much today yeah so. all right well thank you so much for being on the podcast even though you didn't want to and even though you didn't like talking about what you talked about I'm sure I, hope, I love talking I, I love no it's my it's my trade like it's my profession it's my I'm obsessed with that I love talking about this stuff I mean it's all I want to do I'm super happy thank you for having me also in the future we are like very close friends you can text me and say i don't want to talk about that you know we can we can work together to make the dynamite episode that you want so i guess we'll just have to come back another time well i just want to do fire festival yeah okay so we'll okay. start prepping our trip to Firefest, and then we'll do a pre-show a pre yeah a pre-travel show and then a post-travel show 
Yes, I love that. Okay. Okay. Well, it's been an absolute honor um, to talk to you. Do you want me to tell anyone where to follow you on Instagram or are you not? No, yeah, sure. Okay, you got to tell them. I actually don't know what your handles okay. are. <laughs> um, well, my personal is Carrie Keitel, just Carrie Keitel. And then um, my gym is Habit Reno, R-E-N-O. Yeah, if you want to get some fitness tips, look at some people working out. Don't I'm trying DM to be a little though. bit better. Don't DM me. I'll, no, no. If you DM me in Habit, I will reply. Okay, so don't don't DM the personal account. Yeah, unless like word. Yeah, unless you want okay. to, unless you have Firefest ticks. Yes, yes, yes. And if you have Fire Firefest ticks um, or Firefest, if you're listening, if you want to sponsor this podcast, we will be the official podcast of Firefest. I'd be thrilled. I'd be honored. Um, please follow Hot Cont Pod on Instagram, and if you don't already follow the podcast please follow it on spotify or apple or wherever you listen to podcasts hit that smash that subscribe button as they say (laughs) please for the love of god please okay um love to you all i hope you all drink water get fit and take notice of what you're feeling per carrie's suggestions it's been real one year of hot con down next year let's go baby thanks carrie thank you (laughs) 